What is up, my internet friends? This is the Tech Yet Games Podcast. I am your host, Tony, and I'm here with my wonderful co-host, Leo. Very excited co-host, Leo. I was thinking Happy I should give you like a, like a nickname when you co-host. Like, uh, like Leo the Sticks. Nope. <laughs> Try Leo. again. Or how about let's talk about this offline. <laughs> Leo the Sharpshooter Peril. All right. I guess you like that? Fine. That one's pretty Can good, Can I make right? it my own? How does that sound? Uh, no, you can't make your own nickname. That's against nickname That's law. absurd. <laughs> so we got a lot of big stories to talk about today. We yeah, got it's actually it a, a lot busy of, week. And a lot of console-centric stuff, right? We had like some mm-hmm. Nintendo news, some Last of Us news. But before yeah. we get into all that, Leo, tell me what you've been playing this week. This week? Huh. This week? I, 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 I'm stuttering. I'm so excited. <laughs> That's how excited I am. I played quite a few different games. Um, I played, I'll just go through them. I played, of course, I played a bunch of Animal Crossing, but we kind of we went into up. that a lot last week. I got into uh, QR codes, right? Like we talked about, I finally just made the plunge and, and downloaded a bunch of cool outfits that, like, my man, know, Jap- Japanese up. people made for like the 3DS. They all work, and you just scan them, and boop, they appear. It's awesome. Uh, so yeah, I played a bunch of Animal Crossing. Did you start the Bunny Day event? Yeah, yeah, it is very annoying. And that bunny is terrifying. He is. It definitely is Silent Hill 3 vibes, for sure. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's a I fun game. Event, but yeah, go ahead. It's been interesting seeing... Um, like, I play with my coworkers. I played with people here and there. And it's interesting seeing just the different... Yeah, the different personalities in people's islands. And uh, it is kind of an interesting insight into people. I'm doing, like, a cool, like, Tim Burton-style island. Like, I've got skulls everywhere. And, like, I, I made a graveyard. And, uh, you know, most people's islands don't look like that. But it's unique. It's right, nice. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, I played a bunch of that. I also played on the Switch, uh, Dragon Quest Eleven. Ooh. So yeah, uh, did, I, I think we've talked about this before, but have you played that game? No, no, I haven't played it. Yeah. So for those who don't know, it's you know an old an old series. This is the newest entry. It was on the PS4 initially, and then they released like a a really cool definitive version on the Switch. And uh, it's it's very much a JRPG. It's like the most JRPG that ever JRPG'd. Uh, but that said, because it's such a storied franchise and makes so much money, it just is so polished. It just like oozes polished from the music to the, the graphics. Uh, even on the Switch, which is obviously underpowered compared to the PS4, it looks incredible. Um, yeah, and I, I will say like not playing that game, but even like what I've heard about it, um, like some of the complaints I hear about it, like and it's like, you know, it's kind of campy or like um, yeah. kind of uh, saccharine, as mm-hmm. you would say. Uh, like yep. themes are, to me, I think are very like like I love that stuff. You know yeah. what I mean? And like I watched the Netflix anime they had for it, which kind oh. of is in yeah. the same vein. And um, you know, all that fucking power of friendship and you know yep. true love shit. Like it, it, I'm in. Like I'm in on it. So I really should jump in and play the game. Yeah, I think it's uh, it's huge. It's an enormous time sink, and it's uh, it's I, I liked it a lot. It is very it's it's very typical JRPG in terms of kind of the, the themes. That said, the story is intriguing. There's like time travel, and you know, it's not I, so far. I'm only a few hours in. I wouldn't say it's predictable, but it's definitely you know you kind of know what you're getting into. But it is kind of cool seeing the pinnacle of like what an anime JRPG is. It's like the it's like the equivalent of Call of Duty here. You know, it's like the most polished brand new version of this this franchise that is so huge and even if you don't even if you don't love jrpgs it's still cool to see that level of like polish yeah it's amazing that it's like the hugest game in japan you know yeah yeah uh, how we took final fantasy on they just like we're all in on yep on dragon Dragon quest Quest. for 30 30 years now yeah uh yeah so it's an interesting game but what's crazy about it and i did not realize this even though i'd heard people talking about it i didn't quite understand the scale of it is that you can actually play the entire game in 2D. So they made the game in 3D, and it looks great. It's like a cutting-edge... Well, maybe not cutting-edge, but it's a really nice-looking JRPG. It's like It looks great. It's huge. It runs really well on the Switch. Again, I'm really surprised. There's like some texture pop in, and you know it's a little fuzzy. The resol- I think it has a dynamic resolution, so sometimes it looks a little weird. But overall, I, I was blown away by how good it looks on the Switch. It's really... And how well it runs. I don't have like a, a frame counter, but it seems like it's like stable 30 all the time, even in handheld. Yeah, it's, it's awesome. a great style to that game. Yeah, and it's know, super stylized. Like, it looks great. 
Uh, but if you go to anytime you save, you can switch it to 2D mode and it turns it into a 2D like 16-bit RPG. And you yeah, can go I'm, back I and mean, forth cool. and move forward through the game on either one and like save your progress and all the locations are there. And that is fucking mind-blowing. Like, why did they do that? Yeah, that sounds awesome. <laughs> they didn't have to. And it's a very strange thing. And it's so cool. Like, imagine if in Final Fantasy XV, they did the whole game as as they did, but then they also did it in the style of, like, FF6. Imagine and you could just switch back and forth. A, a different want. game instead of Final Fantasy XV. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fair that's... enough. But I just, I just, I don't know. It just blew my mind. It was like, why did they implement this? It's so bizarre, but it's so cool. They even changed the music. Um, like the locate, like if you go into a church, you check it out in 3D, it looks beautiful, and then you go outside, save, and then go to 2D mode, you can go back in that same church, and they just redid it all. I don't know. It sounds kind of maybe a little silly, but if you think about the the scale of that, it's really remarkable. And the fact they just kind of threw it in as a bonus, like yeah, oh, oh yeah, or you could play the entire game old school style. It's very yeah, that unique. sounds awesome. Very ambitious. So um, yeah, if you're not a fan of JRPGs, this probably won't change your mind. But if you are, this is sort of like the pinnacle of the traditional JRPG. So the second game I played couldn't be more different. Technically the third. Yeah, that's true. I played a lot of games this week. But the the second one I really want to talk about is uh, Dead Space. Dead Space? Yeah. You ever played Dead Space, Tony? I know it's right up your alley. No, I never played Dead Space. Yeah, it's a pretty amazing game. Like I remember I played it when when it first came out in 2008. And uh, I think it scared me too much, so I cheated. I think, I, I, as I recall, I used, like, a trainer and just ran through with, like, invincibility. What a chicken. Yeah. I didn't but expect I, that out of you. Well, it was a different time. I was a different person then. But I watched a video about Dead Space and how great the first two are. And I was like, fuck, man, I should check. And I checked GOG, and it was, like, four bucks or five bucks. So I bought it and installed it. And it's awesome. It's so good. It's aged really, really well. It's, like, a, it was made right after RE4, so it was, like sort of a kind of an re4 clone but really it was initially designed to be system shock 3 mm-hmm. which is kind of cool uh, i think they there were some issues with the license they couldn't secure it or something so they just said oh fuck it we'll basically make the exact same game only in a totally different universe and uh, so they made this crazy universe with these absolutely horrifying monsters and the uh, ishimura is the ship you're on and it's all you know it's an abandoned derelict ship and you're the silent protagonist just walking through just getting attacked by these horrific monsters on this like crazy old ship the weapons are cool. They're all like engineering weapons. So it's like a plasma cutter, uh, like a chains, like not a chainsaw, like a bandsaw, um, like a welder. Uh, and then you're basically like delimbing all these horrible monstrosities. That's how you kill them is by like chopping off all their limbs. So That's gross. It's quite gross. It's disgusting. It's really quite horrifying. The sound design is remarkable. It is so stressful. I was playing it with a headset at night and i was just like i I had a smile on my face but i was fucking scared like i was jumping and screaming and it's awesome it's really good i can't wait to finish it again Uh, that sounds way too spooky for me i'll be honest yeah i I did think about you a few times i was just like man tony tony wouldn't would not be into this but it is a remarkable game it's aged really well it looks great i can't wait to play the second one apparently the second one's even better or it's very different but i love survival horror games like a good one where you have to manage inventory and you always feel like you're about to die, but you never quite do. That's a sign of a good one. Yeah, I think um, Resident Evil's kind of my limit as far as yeah. horror. Like, because it's not that scary, you know? Like, Yeah, because Resident Evil kind of leans into, like, the campiness. This game does not. Yeah, that seems to be my ceiling for scary games. Yeah. Is, like, what fair. Resident Evil is, it's you know? It's ceiling. Well, yeah, you'll, have your, you'll have your your dose of Resident Evil soon, I think. Yeah, it it is funny how those don't seem to scare me when they, they you know they're they're scary at times. Yeah, but they're scary the first time, but then once yeah. you sort of get through the veneer and you realize they're puzzle games, although maybe not so much this new one. Uh, yeah, then it sort of becomes yeah, it's definitely not as scary. It can be stressful still, but not scary. Yeah, and you know it's funny like I was you think about it and it's like you know a lot of shoot, like Call of Duty has almost has as many jump scares as like a Resident Evil game. Yeah. You know, it's just stuff blowing up next to you. Yeah, and, it's just not. Yeah, it's yeah. just not bloody. <laughs> yeah, well, kind of. It's just not zombies or yeah, yeah. It's not like or... yeah, body horror. This game is yeah. like all body horror all the time. It's really disgusting, but it's very cool and very scary. And I think it kind of came out of nowhere and was really. It's a, it's an awesome game. I highly recommend it. if you like survival horror. It's a must play for sure. I don't, so I won't play. I know, but I guess I meant more of the listeners. <laughs> um, oh yeah, and there's then... people out there. <laughs> the final like game just, I played. You're just talking to me. Yeah, just yeah, yeah. It's just a conversation. 
The final game I played is Persona 5. I got I got the big Phantom Edition. I bought it before all this shit hit the fan. So it came and I opened it up and popped it in and immediately got hooked again. Um, I won't go on too much. We've talked a lot about Persona 5, especially early on in our podcast, in our retro episodes. But uh, holy shit, that game is amazing. How like immediately is the version that doesn't have Ryuji in it? Because I'll buy that <laughs> version of it. Yeah, it is funny because he's the first character you, you're with. And it, uh, the voice actor is great. I'm playing it in English. The voice actor is really good, but the character just sucks, man. Yeah, he's so bad. I hate he's him so, so much. He's so irritating. It's like um, he's first. I mean, I think that's yeah. the, the worst part about it is if he was an additional character and you played through his arc. Because a, a lot of the characters are kind of shitty in their own way, right? Like, Yeah, some of them are, yeah. Some yeah. more than others, but yeah, but, for sure. Ruji's just beginning to end. Well, the nice stop. thing is that it only gets better. Yeah. So, in a way, maybe it's the the right way to do it. But what's really cool is you immediately start seeing all the new stuff they put in. Oh, and the game is cool. already huge, right? We all know that. Like, it's an enormous game. But uh, you immediately start seeing the grappling hook and the new character. And they, they really do a good job of weaving the stuff in to the point where you're like, was that in the original? I can't remember. And oh, usually yeah, I think cool. the answer is no. But they also made a lot of changes to combat. Like, for example... Uh, with your guns, remember how you can shoot? In this, your bullets reload at the beginning of every fight. Oh, that's fun. So it becomes much more about like staggering, and it's like a, it's like a whole new method of combat. So there's a lot of interesting tweaks like that, where they kind of went through the entire game with a comb and like tweaked almost everything. It's pretty amazing. It's definitely not like a the same game with like some post-game content. It's completely woven through the very fabric of it, and it's a really cool way to replay it. I'm having a blast, and immediately got sucked back in. I was like, holy shit, I forgot how great this game is. Like, it looks amazing. The sound's amazing. It's just fun. Like, the loop is amazing. The leveling up is fun. The combat is fun. The social system is fun. It's like an incredibly good game. Yeah, that is good, because I think, like, you know, your investigations a lot of times would end because you ran out of ammo and couldn't yep. trigger all outs anymore, you know? Yep. And so that is pretty fun to just be like, oh, I could just do these all day. Like, Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, it's cool. cool. And I'm sure they put a bunch of stuff in that, you know. They added, like, new shadows that explode after oh, you kill cool. them. They, I don't know. They did a lot. So even if you've already played it once, I'm having an absolute blast jumping back in. I do wish you could carry over your data in some way. I understand that you can't because it is so new. But, um... Man, yeah, I'm really excited about it. I uh, I think I've already put in like eight hours, and I've only had it for like three days, and I've been working all day, so it's like, I, don't, I rarely do that. Yeah, um, I'm going to hold out as long as I can, but I will end up buying it and oh, starting so over. Like, you know, it's I get so all the good. So it's, a, it's a fun game to start over, too, because like, it, it, the, the beginning is slow because it's all tutorials, and you're like, I already know. But they also do a thing where they work in all the other characters, like in the background, Oh, that cool. you would never notice if you hadn't played it once. So there's a lot of content there for people who are returning. Uh, anyway, if you like Persona 5, it, it really is. It's worth playing it for sure. So, yeah, I'm sure I'll be talking more about it next week because I'm in it. I'm in it this time. Yeah, and I just want to hear the music again. That's all I want. Yeah, the music's incredible. They added a bunch of music. Oh, I still think, this good. might be an unpopular opinion, but I still think the music of Persona 4 is a little bit better. But that's... You know, one of the many things you're wrong about. Right? Now it's like a yeah, it's like comparing two amazing things. Like it's being a little bit better is it is better though. The music is better in in four. Mm-hmm. They're both great though. Let me make that clear. All right, moving on, <laughs> moving on, moving on. I'd love to hear what you played. I, I went out for a while because I was I was just I was just in a persona man. What yeah, you really had a you really had a moment there. Um, <laughs> So I was saying last week how I installed Epic Games Store to try that World War Z game. Oh uh, yeah, I played a little bit of that. I I didn't really love it. I can see why it wasn't a popular game. No. Uh, it's fine, but it's definitely not great. Um, but what I did play a lot of, uh, and I remember playing this before on Epic, was uh, Spellbreak. Have you ever heard of it? No, I think did you, I think did you talk about this before? Maybe I mentioned that I had installed it last week because I saw it on there. Mm-hmm. But it's a uh, battle royale. It's a like kind of a magic based battle royale. Yeah. And um you know, I think the thing that I really kind of suck into with it is it reminds me so much of playing tribes, right? Because you kinda of yeah, have this like cool. this like magic jump. You know, like it's like a boost, you know, like so you can like a jetpack. Yeah. So you can like jump hover or hold jump and hover straight up to get onto like ledges and stuff. Mm-hmm. So you get into a lot of these like kind of energy conservation, like kind of Z axis fights where 
you know, you're trying to hit fireball midairs and, yeah. um, you know, or you're, you know, you're just ground aiming. You're just trying to keep height advantage so you can hit people as soon as they hit the ground. And, uh, it, that's very, to me, reminiscent of like, you know, tribes dueling. And, um, so that kind of spoke to me. So I had a lot of fun, uh, playing that this week. Um, is it free to play? play? It's free to play. Oh, it's, um. I think it's open beta right now. It might be closed, but it seems like if you want to play it, you can get in. I, I didn't. I've had it, so I didn't really have to try. But um, what else have I played this week? I played a little Final Fantasy fourteen, which we'll talk about in the Final Fantasy show. Yeah. Um, what else? Um, normal stuff. I played some League of Legends, some Apex. And then, of course, I played so much Animal Crossing. Did like, you? <laughs> yeah. I will say, you know, like uh, I don't want to get into it too much either, but. You know, with all this shelter at home stuff, like I had multiple like Discord or Facebook chat events where, you know, I had like a friend group all come to my island and we all got on chat and just kind of like hung out and did stuff and exchanged yeah. clothes. We had like a Secret Santa thing where we all brought presents and threw them in a pile and you randomly picked presents out of the pile. <laughs> uh, that does sound awesome. Yeah, I took my other friends on it because they're kind of casual at it i guess you know they're kind of they aren't really grinding on it oh they're casual animal yeah. crossing players they, don't, they just got their <laughs> house right so i was just Whoa. like so i took them on a tour through the museum and like that museum um, is beautiful isn't it? the museum is amazing like that's kind of my joke with my friends right now is like you know that pitch meeting must have been like you know they all came in and they're like okay uh store <laughs> store team what happy what's wrong with you okay <laughs> store team uh, you know, what do you, what do you have in plan for the store? And they're like, oh, you know, Timmy and Tommy, and you'll have kind of four <laughs> items, two in the back, two in the front, the two in the back are limited edition. And then, you know, they're like, okay, okay, that sounds cool. That yeah, sounds doable. And, yeah. And they're like house team. And it's like, okay, picture this. You can expand the house to like three bedrooms and upstairs and a downstairs. I know it sounds crazy, but I think we can pull it off. And they're like, oh, that, yeah, let's try. Let's do our best. And then With the, the power museum, of the switch hardware. We should yeah, be able to do that. And they're like, all right, well, museum team, what do you think? And they're like, okay, picture this. The insect ward, okay? You go through <laughs> a large menagerie, trees everywhere, rivers running through it, all your yeah. insects, right? Uh, you proceed through there, and then you're in the butterfly fountain room, a fountain full of butterflies. A beautiful you know, fountain arcing yeah. in the sun. Yeah, just this giant presentation about all these rooms yeah. and different, and it's just yeah. like. The fossil it, room, it's like traces the entire evolution of life as we know it. Well, it has all these unique <laughs> mechanics, right? Like the like the blue dots in the fossil area where you can kind of change the camera angles, right? Yeah. I don't know if you even noticed that. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, like there's just so much cool stuff. And like especially the aquarium, right? Like the, the anchovy display. Mm -hmm. Like um, there's just so much care put in the museum. And I mean, I think the game has a lot of care put into it in it general. Does. But it is very the, polished. It's interesting. The museum the is it, like... The more you see... Yeah, the museum is just like heads above the rest of it. And it's, yeah, it's and it did incredible. not need to be. That's what's so funny is it's yeah. like no one, no one was asking for that. No one's unhappy about it, but no one was like, "God, this game would be great if only it had a better museum." Like no one even thought about it. And the, then you just walk in, and you're like, "Holy shit!" They put like half the budget of this game in this museum. Which yeah, is I'm awesome. tired. I'm tired of this Easter buddy. Right? Yeah, he sucks. And it's ruining my income. Right? Having mm -hmm. like eggs fall out of everything. Like it's yep. it's. A real nightmare. It's an interesting... Yeah, yeah it was an interesting method. Though. What if we made Easter hellish? Yeah, it is. Did you see the thing where if you uh, open your camera and then run away from the Easter bunny? Yeah. He, like, goes out of, like... Uh, out of character. Out of yeah. character. That is so cool. I love stuff like that. Yeah, he's definitely a creep in an Easter bunny costume. <laughs> um, is there any other kind? No. that's He's the creepiest kind, though. Uh <laughs> But that's uh, basically what I've been playing this week. So let's take a quick break and then sure. uh, we'll jump into some news. Okay. Mm -hmm. Leo, we got a big news week this week. I know. It's like, I don't, it was only one week. How did all this stuff happen in one week? It's just one of those weeks, you know, but yeah. I'm going to start with a couple softballs, get this thing rolling and, uh, and then we'll get into the real, the real high heat after this. <laughs> uh, Sounds good. So, have you seen this um, coronavirus, the COVID-19 Humble Bundle? I did, yeah. I looked at it. So, just real quick, because I'm sure everyone out there is looking for games. I already own a lot of these games, so I didn't buy yeah, it. But that's exactly what happened to me. I was like, damn, this is a lot of good games, and I own every single one that I wanted already. Yeah. Maybe you don't own all these games. Maybe yeah. you don't own a few of these games that I think are really good. Mm -hmm. um, but 
it's a crazy bundle. It's got Hollow Knight. It's got Into yeah. the Breach. It's got Jackbox. Yep. It's got Killing Floor. Yeah. It's got Magicka. All Wizard of, of Legend. Like, Worms Revolution? Mm-hmm. Come on. What else could you want? Um, it's a lot of amazing games for 30 bucks. Uh, it goes to charity. Um, so, if you need these games, if you want these games, if you have any interest, especially in, like, Hollow Knight. Um, yeah. Or... Um, into the breach, I think is just amazing. It was probably yeah, one I mean, of my favorite games. Those two games, games right there, out. right? Like, yeah, that's, a, those, that's worth thirty bucks. Yeah, those two alone are well worth thirty bucks. Um, honestly, if I didn't have those two games, mm-hmm. I would have bought it because I would pay thirty yeah. bucks for those games in no time. Totally. Um, Same here. It's a great deal. Yeah, super great deal. So check it out. Uh, it's not really news, but it's definitely newsworthy. Yeah. So, and I'm not the biggest humble bundle fan, but this is a steal and it's helping people. So you just don't like IGN. I don't like IGN. I don't like them owning Humble Bundle. I'll, I'll be honest. That's, yeah, I don't really either. It makes me feel weird. But I think it's a shit move. But we all know IGN sold out, so who cares? Oh, okay. Um, you don't think that they're sold out? I, I think they're sort of... Oh, yeah, I mean, I don't think that term has any meaning for IGN. You know? It's like of saying course. like a giant corporation sold out. Like, yeah, that's literally the whole reason they exist. But that's what I mean. I, you know, I guess we're agreeing, right? I like, still don't think like if someone wanted to give a game a shitty review that they would not be allowed to. I do. Depends on the game. Unless it was like, yeah, not for like a Nintendo game, probably. But yeah, not for not for Anthem they, or yeah, a Nintendo game. Yeah, or, they might be know. like, uh, well, I heard we we hear your opinion. There's another reviewer who might have a different opinion, though. So let's talk to them. Yeah, I, I don't think that they would. I don't think they would bring it upon themselves to openly like do that. I think, like you said, they would shop around the review to someone. Yeah. The editorial staff there's smart enough. To know, yeah. like, this, these are people that sponsored us, that shopped us around. We know the people that will give this a glowing score. Like, yeah. you know, they know they're soft people. They know they're hard people. And, yeah. And, you know, they work with it. Like, they're, they're just, yeah. Anyway, yes. So, but good for them for this like bundle. That's a bundle. good bundle. <laughs> but yeah, this is a good bundle for a good cause uh, at a great price. So, it really is. It's a, and there's so many games. It's like, what, like 30 games or something? It's crazy. Not Some all of them are probably keepers, but. Who cares? They're so cheap. And most of them are. There's some, like, even the small stuff on there are just some bangers. Like, yeah. This is not one where I'd be giving away the keys, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, moving on. Uh, this is kind of an old story, so I wanted to bring it up. We didn't get a chance to talk about it yet. That Epic is publishing games now. Yeah. Uh, I think this popped late last week. Uh, and so they are. I'm looking at their specific, like their press release on it. Uh, Remedy, Play Dead, and Gen Design. Um, they're doing a 50 50 profit share. They're paying, they're basically funding all the projects and saying they're giving full creative uh, freedom to the teams. Um, what do you think about this? I don't really know. I have no idea. It's, uh, it's kind of mystifying, but I don't really pretend to understand what sort of the goal here is. Yeah, I mean, this immediately just kind of raised some questions for me and not specifically like, yeah, that I know whether it's good or bad. Um, You know, I think this is definitely a play to like keep games on their platform, right? Or to make like some um, exclusives to, because they'll be on What Netflix did, right? Yeah, they'll be on consoles as well. So it's not a... Oh, okay. uh, Basically to keep games off of Steam or to fund games that won't be able to appear on Steam. Mm-hmm. Right, everything seems to be in response to Steam, right? Which I think is kind of crazy. Uh, but uh, you know, I think if it works out as well for the developers as they say it will, great. I don't think that's the case, as we'll see in a later story, um, <laughs> because profit is such a funny word, you know. Um, so, you know, I, I just don't know. I, I would be inter- I think it would be so interesting to be able to see behind the scenes. On Agreed. how these games go to market and what the costs actually are, you know, as someone that's worked in a large corporation and worked with Leo in a large corporation, mm-hmm. um, the amount that you're able to bill to yourself to sell things or to make things is insane. You know, yeah. Um, as you know, like I'm sure you worked on videos that somehow cost twenty thousand dollars to make. But, you know, you only worked on a half a, you know, worked for half a day yeah. on them, right? And you I know, did not get $20,000 yeah, for the record. Yeah. And or so, anything close to that. 
And so that's kind of what I'm saying about like, yeah. profit being weird. Like, you know, when these companies finally do start to go to market and Epic's like, well, we're going to produce a, you know, a trailer on the Epic Game Store. It's only going to cost you $60,000. And they're like, it's a two minute video. Like we could do it for basically free. And they're like, nope, it's $60,000. Yeah. You know, like. Um, got to bring in a producer. Why? Yeah. Just, we got to do it. Yeah, like, when does that stuff start happening, or does it happen, or does it not happen, and is it actually, like, a super good deal? Like, I just think there's so much yeah. in the air that I think it's so interesting, and it, it's sad, because I think we'll never, we'll never know, you know what I mean? Like Because Tim Sweeney refuses to come on our show. He refuses to come on our show. God damn it. He's a real, he, he's a snake in the grass, okay? <laughs> I'll tell you that. He's I, a I, dog-faced so... pony soldier. <laughs> <laughs> I am so curious what t- uh, Epic. I almost said what Tim Sweeney will look like in ten years. What the Epic Game Store will look like in ten years. Like if it exists, if it's like, if all these these weird gambles pay off, like who knows, right? Like, or if it'll just. I mean, I don't know. There's just so much money behind it. Yeah, I just wish they wouldn't. I, I I'm still shocked how bad it is. Like, yeah, the as far UI as like actual UI store. and UX, yeah. Um, at this point in the game, you know, and I'll say that that's true for Windows too. Like, um, how these stores from such gigantic companies with such deep bankroll have such bad UX UI, it just like boggles my mind. Like, it's insane. Like, well, and it's also weird because the Epic Game Store's it's been out for a while now. Like, it's not new anymore. Yeah. At first, even not to say it's okay when it's new, you know, because like you would always say, you know, it's it's competing with something it's not new so they should have stepped up but the fact that now it's been what like a year year and a half two years i don't even know and it still like feels so bare bones like it just launched it feels like the you play store you know yeah i was shocked because you know i kind of i wouldn't say i refused to install epic for the longest time but i I would say that well i didn't feel like i had any strong impetus to install epic games Store. i didn't want to play fortnite you didn't want to play fez I didn't want to play Fez. I, yeah, <laughs> I played it when it launched. I didn't really need Nothing to go against back Fez, but, and play yeah. Fez. Um, I didn't really have a strong impetus to play to do it. And you know, when a game came out for free that I wanted to try, I reinstalled it, mm-hmm. um, which was this past week. And I was pretty shocked to see the state of that store, having not, you know, having a snapshot from maybe almost a year ago, and then having a snapshot now, and being like, "Wow, this yeah. is not." It's. It almost feels worse. You know, like. <laughs> There's a lot, it's ways. more bloated somehow while being less friendly. Yeah, there's just too much stuff now. Like, before it was like four or five games, so it was just like, you know, big big windows for each game, right? And it was just like, here's the Fortnite page, yeah. and here's the Yeah, like, uh, like all these other launchers. Or, you know, like, yeah. yeah, like all these other launchers. And now it's just like, here's, I don't know, you want to scroll through this list of games? Like, like yeah, no. you might find the thumbnail somewhere. It looks like, they, it looks like I made it in WordPress. Like, <laughs> that's what it looks like. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you know, the only launcher that's worse, I would say, is the Bethesda launcher. Have you ever used that? I've never used it. I, <laughs> it's I pretty funny. Never. It's like a... It's funny. It's almost... It's not worth downloading. But, like, look up a picture of it. You'll be like, what the hell? I think I got, like, a free game from AMD that only worked in there or something. So, I did download it at one point and install it. And I was just like... It's so... I don't know. It's funny. I'll say but this, all that I'm... to say, like... Epic's much bigger than Bethesda. I mean, there's really no excuse for either of them. They can afford yeah. it, but well, and they're trying to like have this like tit for tat kind of match against Steam, and it's just like, yeah, this this sucks. Like, don't suck, suck if you want to do this, you know. Um, but we're, I, the story wasn't let's beat up on Epic. So <laughs> <laughs> the story is always let's beat up on Epic. Yeah, I'm I, I'm sorry. I, I shouldn't be that way. Um, speaking of Epic. Uh, Borderlands 3. Um, oh. Oh, I guess Andy. this isn't really epic. Uh, no, Randy it's, Pitchford it's tangentially said, related. But it's yeah. tangentially related. I blame Epic Game Store for, for this. I don't think um, that's fair. Probably not. Uh, Randy Pitchford <laughs> said, if you don't like these bonuses, then pa- fucking pack your shit and get out of here. <laughs> then you can get out. Then you can fucking get out. All right? <laughs> but get in my hat and disappear. Because I'll fucking... The it's like, I'm going to make Pitchford. like your bonuses and... Disappear. <laughs> so, um, so the story. I guess I should say what the story is before I make uh, jokes about it. Um, <laughs> so, Borderlands Three. Uh, the devs were upset because the um, the bonuses were much smaller than expected, um, based on Borderlands Three game sales. Um, we don't know any specific numbers, right? Because Gearbox and Epic are both private companies. 
Yeah. Um, there's was some early launch, like, oh, they sold 5 million units in a week or something, um, which is very good. But uh, supposedly the game cost a lot of money to make, $150 million combined uh, for the initial game and the DLC. Yeah, because there's and a lot of DLC. There's a lot of DLC. And uh, it had been set up that there would be a 60-40 split between Gearbox and the developers uh, for quarterly bonuses. Um, I don't know how much the bonuses were. I don't know how much these people were paid. All I know is they weren't happy. Well, I think there's a little bit of context here, too. One, uh, Gearbox, their business model is they pay their developers less than than the competition. And supposedly they give out bigger bonuses. That's kind of how they retain talent. And that's how their business model works. So it's not like they're being paid the same as everyone else and their bonuses were smaller. The whole reason they work here, or, you know, not the only reason, but as far as financial impetus... The reason I work at Gearbox is for a bonus. Uh, and from what I understand, it had been... Bonuses were are, were basically used as a hiring tool. They're saying like, no, Borderlands 3 is going to sell well. You're going to get a huge bonus. Come work for us. Uh, and then now they're saying like, oh, sorry. This just seems to me like project management failed again. Like either, either they're purposefully, you know, shorting their developers, which is totally not acceptable, or they're incompetent. And completely mismanaged their sales. Like either way, you know, it's like it makes them look really bad. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't disagree. I mean, it's so hard when you don't know like what, yeah, um, true. what underpaid totally looks fair. like and what like a bonus looks like, you know, mm-hmm. um, because you know it, it's the expectations are just so weird, you know, yep. it's so like it's so hard weird. to talk around these expectations when you don't have like a solid example in front of you because. You know, like the the magnitudes of getting fucked are so hard, right? Like, like it's yeah. hard to imagine a game that costs one hundred fifty million dollars to make having a low staffing budget. You know, like, yeah. like, and I'm I'm not saying that because I know any. Like, you know, it's just out of ignorance. Like, yeah, sure. If it costs so much, where'd all that money go? Right? Like, yeah, we just um, don't know. We don't know anything about these numbers, but like we do the, know the Randy Pitcher spend it all at medieval times. <laughs> I can see that. I can at see the fucking that. Magic Castle. Yeah, um, oh, the Magic Castle's sick, though. I'd spend that at the Magic Castle. <laughs> yeah, if I had $12 million, I'd take it from Colonial Marines or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think uh, it, the main thing is just the way he said it. Like, And I wasn't there, but all the employees said that. He basically said, like, yeah, you know, if you don't like your bonus, like, feel free to leave. Which is true, I suppose, right? I mean, that's how capitalism works. But it sure is a shitty thing to say to people, A, when you're rich and everyone knows you're rich because you talk about it and B you're telling everyone gonna, they're going to make less money and C like the world's really stressful right now to uh, it's just such a shitty way to do it right like why why is he such an asshole there's no reason for it yeah even I if mean, they had a perfectly valid reason why the bonuses were smaller maybe they do again we don't know doesn't seem like that to me but we don't know even so man there's no excuse for being such a dick yeah I agree with that but you know like I said before I know why he's a dick because he's a dick, right? Like <laughs> that's like his whole stick. <laughs> that, yeah. That's who he is. But that, and that's kind of what I'm saying. Like it's so hard. Like let's be real here. This is a, like a Kotaku reporter story, and sure. there's definitely like a uh, devs are the victim fucking mentality that comes yeah. out of that news site, which is fine. I mean, I, it's fine if that's kind of the angle they want to take. But that seems to constantly be their approach in how they report on any uh, any yeah. of these stories, right? Any single. Any single disgruntled employee could have said this is what happened and they would run with it. You know what I mean? As like, yeah, they didn't get what they wanted. And, you know, was that five grand less than they expected? Was it 20 grand less than they expected? Right. Yeah. Were their expectations in line? Like, yeah, we, we just don't know. We just don't know. Um, but we do know Randy Pitchford's an asshole. So, we do, and we do know that there's some shady shit going on at Gearbox all the time. Like, this is yeah. not the first time that, like, weird financial stuff has happened. So it just seems like it's like a... Just not a great place to work. Or maybe yeah. it is, though. I don't know. I do. Do you know anyone at Gearbox? I'd be curious I don't, to hear. I like, know people at a lot of studios. I don't know anybody at Gearbox. Yeah, maybe that's because the turnover rate's so fucking high. And I do suggest the people that are there to fucking take their bonuses and leave. Like, fuck that place, yeah, as, right? As little, like, as little as your bonus might be, get out. Yeah, I, I mean, I understand it's a tough time to find work. Yeah. But, like... No, uh, of course. And that's the other side. Like, is this really a time to be, like, taking people's bonus? I don't know. The whole thing's just leaves a weird taste in my mouth yeah it it leaves a weird taste in my mouth too but you know i 
I don't want to say I question the veracity of the story, but it's very he said she she sells she sells. It's very he said <laughs> not even close. She said, um, you know about disgruntled employees say a lot of things. You know what I mean? Um, and they tell a lot of shitty stories about like about what got said in a meeting. I've I've left meetings and had someone sitting next to me in the meeting tell me that things happened in that meeting that definitely did not happen. You know. Um, so a lot of times it felt like something like it felt like he said, just take your checks and go home. Maybe he said, you know, if this compensation does, I don't know. That's what yeah. I, all I'm saying is I don't know. Um, yeah, no, for sure. This is not, this is not factual yet. It's a hard place to, uh, yeah. agreed. I'd be, I'd be curious to hear, uh, and there's their plenty, side of it. and there's plenty of ways to talk shit about Randy Pitchford without like, without like a hyperbolic story about what he said yeah. in a meeting about but then again, maybe he know? did say this like maybe that wouldn't be did. shocking either <laughs> i wouldn't that's i wouldn't be shocked either way right but you yeah. know it's kind of hyperbole in a sense right like unless it's backed yeah, up. yeah like right? we shouldn't take it as a fact yeah for sure but it it i think it is fair to say there's some weird shit going on in gearbox oh for sure i mean especially the magic right like it's a, yeah anywhere there's magic is a is already a mystical place in my mind and has run yeah. afoul of the devil this is right? black magic yeah no um, gearbox. <laughs> all right, we're gonna get into the real the real heaters this week. Mm. Okay, all two right. big stories came out. You want the the happy one or the sad one first? We just had a sad one, so let's go happy. Okay, uh, Mario All Stars Five or whatever this is gonna be. That's um, yeah, not what it's gonna be. <laughs> technically, they are saying that this is th- this is kind of their modern Mario All Stars. That's awesome. I do. love that idea. It's so cool. Yeah. So. Um, a bunch of Mario stuff's coming out. I don't even know. Like, what all Woo-hoo! games are on here? Yeah. I know Mario World is going to be on there. Or, uh, 3D Mario. Mario. 3D World. 3D World. There's so many. I'm, like, looking at this thing with all these Marios. Yeah, there's a lot I'm, of like, Marios, man. There's Super a, lot, been a Mario, lot of Marios over the years. Uh, Mario 64 and Woo! Mario Sunshine and Mario mm-hmm. Galaxy. Yes! That's the uh, best one. I thought you Mario 64 was your favorite. It is my favorite, but it's not... I mean, Mario Galaxy is a better game. Mario 64 is my favorite because... Mario 64 is the most important one, but I wouldn't say it's better to play than Mario Galaxy. Also, you can get Mario 64 everywhere. Mario Galaxy you can only get on Wii as far as I know. I don't even think it's on Wii U. Uh, and there's also a do Paper Mario. And supposedly yeah. what I heard is these are not going to be like up-reses. These are going to be like legit like remakes of these games. Hmm. Um, which is something I, I don't know. Hard to true. believe, but yeah, I don't know. But if they could make Mario sixty four in the oh my uh, Odyssey God. engine, that would. Be, I mean, it's half the work is done, right? Like it's so similar in control. Yeah. They already just, have like, Peach's Castle. So, throw some right? more polygons in there, and you're done. Yeah. Um. But it's super exciting news, especially oh, for man, Mario yeah. fans like me. I mean, I, Sonic I even, fans. I didn't even think like about Leo, Mario sixty four. Sonic fans like Leo can fucking eat it. Who cares? No. <laughs> true. true I am Mario a true fans. Mario fan. I'm a true 3D Mario fan. Alright, then say Super Mario World is better than Sonic 2 right now to prove. I'd say it's a better game, yeah. It's not more fun to play, though. Don't qualify it, okay? Sorry, I You're like, you oh, it's like, a, it's a you, better you like game, subtlety. air quotes. Right? Like, come on. <laughs> it's not more fun to play. Anyway, let's not Fake get sidetracked by this Leo. Again. No, I am a huge 3D Mario fan. I'm not a 2D Mario fan. Not because I think they're bad. I just don't like them. I, I suck at them. I didn't grow up playing them. But 3D Marios, I adore. With the exception of Odyssey, and I don't love Sunshine. But I absolutely love Mario 64, and both the Galaxy games are so good. I also love the 3DS one, and I really like the Wii U one, which almost no one played because no one had a Wii U. So I'm actually really glad it's getting some life because it was totally awesome. A lot of people slept on it. Yeah, so they're saying, mo- like... All the Mario should eventually be available on Switch is kind that, of what they're saying. That would right? be incredible. I would be extremely happy if, if if what they're saying is true. I'll be curious. To, oh, man, yeah. With Super Mario Galaxy, you'll be able to use the Joy-Cons like, mm-hmm. in place of the Wiimote. That sounds so good. I love Mario Galaxy. I love Rosalina. So Yeah, she's so cool. She is so cool. And the, in the first the one, that like princess whole, for sure, yeah, yeah, without a doubt. And that like story she was reading was so awesome. And like the fat stars, the Lumas, they're so cool. I love Mario Galaxy, both of them. I love the stars. The stars are like it's such a cute thing with like her and her mm-hmm. fucking adorable chubby stars. Like yeah, you know it's it's great. Yeah, it just rocks. It's, yeah, so, it's good. so good. I, I'm very excited about that. I didn't even think about Mario 64 being like 
uh, with newer graphics, I never even, I never I even heard, dared yeah. to dream. You never dared to dream. Uh, <laughs> so that amazing good news. I'm so excited to hear it. Yeah, we'll uh, keep you guys posted as we learn more. Because yeah, is I can't wait exciting. to learn more. It's very exciting. Uh, and now the shitty story we're going to talk about. <laughs> wah, wah. Wah, wah. Last of Us Two is delayed indefinitely. Yeah, um, I think this is pretty fucking shitty. Uh, I'll read the <laughs> long tweet from uh, whatever this company is that I don't care about anymore. Sony? Uh, as, no, Naughty Dog. <laughs> uh, as you've likely just seen, the release of Last of Us Part 2 has been delayed. We're sure this news is just as disappointing to you as it is to us. We wanted to reach out to all of you in our community to give you a little more information. The good news is we're nearly done with development of The Last of Us Part 2. We are in the midst of fixing our final bugs. However, even with us finishing the game, we were faced with the reality that due to the logistics beyond our control, we couldn't launch The Last of Us Part 2 to our satisfaction. We want to make sure everyone gets to play The Last of Us Part 2 around the same time, ensuring that we're doing everything possible to preserve the best experience for everyone. This meant delaying the game until such a time where we can solve these logistic issues. We were bummed about this decision, but ultimately understood it's what's best and fair to all our players. We're hoping that this won't be a long delay and we'll update you as soon as we have new information to share. We wish you all, your families, and your friends the best of health. Thank you for being amazing fans and your continued support. Stay safe, Naughty Dog. Now, back to the crunch. Back to the crunch. Uh, what do you think about this, Leo? To me, this this sounds like, based on their phrasing, and again, this is purely based on their phrasing. I have no inside information here. A lot of speculation on this episode. But um, to me, it sounds like when they say logistics, they mean like shipping physical copies, which makes sense to me. Like, I don't see why... You know, putting it on the PlayStation Store would be difficult. I also think it's probably tied to the PS5 in some way, I'd imagine. Um, yeah, but maybe. When they're talking about logistics, to me, that means, like, we can't ship it physically. And that's why I think when they're talking about everyone getting to play it at once, it would be pretty shitty if they released a digital version and people who had, you know, pre-ordered the special edition or whatever had to wait. That's not really an option. So I suspect that's what, what that's what's going on here. Yeah, think? I think it's something similar, um, you know... Honestly, in a lot of ways, I think they should just release the fucking game if it's done. Um, I get that people want their physical copies, and, you know, maybe you offer those people codes if they ordered physical, like, as well as shipping when you can fulfill those shipments. Um, I think it's a kind of a shitty time to be like, not a game's not coming out. You well, know? also, what about the content of the game? Like, that might be a factor, too. Yeah, I- I'm sure it is, but, you know, like... Um, I don't think we're at like a, I don't think we're kind of at a point where this is so touchy, right? That like, we can't talk about it. You know what I mean? Like Resident Evil is coming out right now. Like, yeah, but I, I thought about this. I think Resident Evil is so B-movie and like they lean into it and it, it was such a lower profile release and it took them a year to make it. Whereas Last of Us 2, I think they take very seriously and I I could see them, or I doubt it'd be the deciding factor, but I could see it being a factor like hey, maybe we shouldn't release this post-apocalyptic game out of virus that's incredibly depressing and sad and violent and horrific and awesome, I'm sure, uh, right now. Maybe now is, like, not the best time. And then if they ran into some other logistical issues, too, maybe they're like, well, there you go. I could see it being a factor, I I guess is what I'm saying, but I don't know either. I don't disagree. I think the catharsis of it, I think having a a beautiful, um, mature, well-thought-out story kind of that's more relatable than ever is uh is a powerful thing i agree and um and is something that i think would be more important now than ever and more impactful now than ever and uh just kind of a a great thing to explore especially while you're especially while we're trying to kind of um show people the weight of this thing right Mm -hmm. like like we're in a world where people aren't taking seriously um what we're looking at and i think in a lot of ways because you know we're not having kind of frank discussions about uh, what can happen and what what it looks like when these things happen and uh, you know we're all granted i don't think it's bad we're all trying to kind of look past our current situation and kind of see the sunshine on the other side right like i think we also need to see the reality of the kind of uh how bad these kinds of things can get if everyone wants to fucking go to spring break in church you yeah. know yeah um, no that's that's a fair point I, I think yeah just the fact that we're having this debate kind of might signify enough that it's like a consideration they had one way or the other i bet yeah i bet it factored in more so than just logistics i think the biggest factor was dollars and cents you know and i think that's to me what is like 
understandable, but also a little bit disappointing in all of it, right? I think um, when people can't, like, buy the game, uh, they might just watch a stream. You know what I mean? They might just kind of skip it. Like, if you're a... If maybe if you pre-ordered it, you might cancel your pre-order if you just watch someone stream it on Twitch. You know, um, not being able to have physical copies in stores, you know, I think is bad for partners, especially when you have a console launch coming up, which is something yeah. people cannot digitally download, right? I think not the, targets, the targets and the Best Buys and the GameStops of and the, the world yeah. uh, and the Walmarts um, have a vested interest in this game launching on their shelves, right? Yeah. And getting their piece of that pie. And I think burning that bridge uh, can really affect how they get merchandised going into a new console where they, there won't be online sales for PlayStation 5s. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, so, I, I agree with that. And also, yeah, you, we got to remember it's not like just Naughty Dog here. I mean, Naughty Dog's owned by Sony, right? And Sony has God only knows what kind of partnerships with these huge corporations. So that's important to remember, too. I doubt it was just Naughty Dog like, let's wait, we'll make more. It might. Yeah. It very well could have been Sony like, no. Nah. Not I mean, because, right, like, there's there's merchandisers and there's uh, product managers, right? And they are telling these people, like, if you if you can't get me, you know what I mean? If you yeah. can't get me units of Last of Us 2 when it launches, like, you know, that's 7% of our of our software sales on shelves for the year. Like, yeah. if you can't do that money's already me, spent. Yeah, you're not getting in the fucking Christmas ad with your PlayStation 5. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. These like, are the, the sad truths of how games yeah, are like, made. But yeah. Like, you're not going to be the end cap. You're not going to yeah, be in the exactly. Christmas ad. Like, like yeah. we can't give you that money if you pull this one out for us or don't hold this one for us, right? Yeah. And I bet every merchandiser is saying that to Sony right now. Yeah. And I think the reality is, despite all, like, the soft words about, you know, wanting everyone to see it at the same time, um, I think they know this thing would sell fucking gangbusters right now if they put it out. Um, but the 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 impact it would have on their partner relationships would be far too destructive to do it, especially right before you release a console. Right? They couldn't make that money back up in time yeah. to uh, to have a, a strong rollout with the PS5. And the last thing they need is all the stores in the world uh, pushing the Xbox on people. Right for christmas when uh when they really want them pushing ps5s right yeah yeah no i think you're right i mean i again we don't know but that certainly makes sense to me that sounds very reasonable yeah as someone that has sold retail tech electronics yeah that, that to me sounds like the conversations that happen Agreed. far more than you know oh we don't want to just spoil yeah i know i agree i think there might be and i do i do think production issues of the game might be a factor in there but i suspect you're right and i do think you're right it's tied to the ps5 whether directly or uh just from a you know purely marketing standpoint down down the pipeline a little bit uh again the word logistical to me means physical issues yeah no i i agree with that like they're making it clear hey we didn't fuck up someone else did is basically what they're saying with that tweet like it's not on us i promise we we finished basically yeah and you know they have marketing partners that also like there's a lot of people involved yeah in going to market like like we were talking about with the epic store stuff right like there's a lot of money involved in going to market on a game like last of us Mm 2 there's a lot of partners involved in that process from people printing disc covers to people making merchandise to stores selling the products. People making those. Yeah. Yeah. Like to to people making special, (laughs) yeah. Chibi figures and pop vinyls. Yeah. Pop vinyls. (laughs) And like a shitty last of us Two print tee that they sell at target. Yeah. Like shitty, like switch covers and yeah. Yeah. There's just 9 million different ways that people will be affected by yeah. missing the launch of this because it goes pure digital. And, you know, those are all relationships that Sony is um, trying to protect and Naughty yeah. Dog is Especially trying to Especially right now. Right? Especially right now. Um, and, you know, you got to think about this, too. Like, if you're if you're one of these people that depends on these kinds of things for your business and it vanishes, like, there's nothing... When this all ends, you just missed it. You know yeah. what I mean? It's when, not like you can make it up. You can't make it up. When everybody goes back to work... You know, you can't be like, now we'll sell all the Last of Us 2 stuff. It's like, no, that ship has sailed. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, it's over. And so, uh, you know, I think that that's, to me, in my mind, that's the logistics we're talking about, right? 
uh, you know, yeah, getting discs in people's hands is very difficult, but I think we have solutions to that now, right? Like, like you can get those people a copy of the game if that's the real need, you know? Um, you know, I think it's far more about um, yeah, making sure everyone gets their their due in I something suspect, like this. I suspect you're right. It'll be interesting to see if it's more than just this, if this is the first of many. Like, I'm curious if Cyberpunk maybe will be under a similar like i don't know it'll be interesting to see if this is like the first domino yeah i mean you know to me like it's it's like when you know like when gamestop refused to close their doors right we talked about it a couple weeks ago right and you know the reason they didn't close their doors wasn't because they thought they were non-essential right it's because they did not they were unwilling to miss animal crossing and doom launching right yeah because they knew being open on launch day meant that they could sell pop finals they could sell copies of the mm-hmm. game they could sell consoles right backpacks backpacks t-shirts right and you know once that stuff launched they're like oh you guys are right we're closing you know like yeah. we got oh, a, so sorry we did yeah, yeah exactly what yeah a we got a response don't worry we got a response yeah. um but you know like because because <laughs> being open for a launch is that important you know yeah, especially um, for someone like gamestop where that's yeah the only way they make money is if you're in the store yeah especially for someone like gamestop right so you know Think about that across all stores with a game as huge as Last of Us 2, right? Yeah. And it's like, oh. With a like launch this, like the PS5. Yeah, this is some shit where a company will fucking violate state and federal orders to stay open. You know, yeah. like, like this is uh, an important part of these companies' businesses. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see if we learn more, but I suspect you're right. It is definitely tied in there. So, so there you so, go, people. That's the sausage being made of, of the <laughs> games industry. The, le- the, least, the less fun part. Yeah, the dirty, dirty. Yeah. Uh, so, what do you guys think out there? Are we just being fucking crazy? Is yeah, it really maybe just... we are. Maybe we're just <laughs> yeah. like, totally paranoid and people are just like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, uh, email us, techyapodcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can find all of our relevant links at techyapodcast.com. Uh, so, hit us up. Email, Twitter, yeah. Facebook. Anywhere you can find us, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, what's the best Mario game is what I want to know. Like, what are you excited oh. to come out on this Nintendo Mario remaster circuit? Because yeah, I got, I got some ideas, okay? Yeah, I'd be curious to hear, too. For me, it would probably be Mario Galaxy 2. For me, it's Although, Mario Strikers. Okay. Is that the one with Sonic? It's the soccer one. I know, but is Sonic in it? I don't know if he is. I, I deleted him. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're thinking of the Olympics, all right? I don't know. Um, we'd love to hear from you guys. Thank you so much for listening this far. You're a real trooper if you listen to me talk about Last of Us for 20 minutes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we love you. And uh, be safe. Uh, don't hug anybody. And yeah. uh, go play some games. Stay safe out there and use, use the time off to yeah play some games.